You are solely responsible for your interactions with other listeners of the Love Zone USA. You understand that the Love Zone USA does not in any way screen its listeners, nor does the Love Zone USA inquire into the backgrounds of its listeners or attempt to verify the statements of its listeners. The Love Zone USA makes no representations or warranties as to the conduct of its listeners or their compatibility with any current or future listeners. In no event shall the Love Zone USA or Blog Talk Radio be liable for any damages whatsoever, whether direct, indirect, general, special, compensatory, consequential, and or incidental, arising out of or relating to the conduct of you or anyone else in connection with the use of this service, including without limitation bodily injury, emotional distress, and or any other damages resulting from communications or meetings with other listeners of this service or persons you meet through this service. You agree to take reasonable precautions in all interactions with other listeners of the Love Zone USA, particularly if you decide to meet in person. In addition, you understand that the Love Zone USA makes no guarantees, either expressed or implied, regarding your ultimate compatibility with individuals you meet through listening to the Love Zone USA, the Love Zone USA, the Love Zone USA.
but uh, Tuesday night, I want to send a special congratulations and shout out to two people who did a fantastic job with that show filling in for our host, and that's uh, Emily, Emily Sierra, as well as Karishma, who you can find on the Girlfriend Network every Monday night at 930 with co-host Nick Cohn. Uh, they filled in and um, did a fantastic job. It was really good to listen to that show. Uh, just wanted to mention that. And for my sports fans out there, well, well it looks like the uh, giant season is over, but they're going to be on Monday night, and hopefully they will redeem themselves against the San Francisco 49ers. <laughs> but let me get into what we're going to do tonight. Um, we've got a show featuring a friend of mine who I've had the pleasure of working with on the road at some of these uh, what they call classic soul shows. Used to do a little MC for them with a lot of different groups, uh, namely the Stylistics, the Manhattan Soul Generation, Blue Magic. Yeah, it was the good old days. Classic soul. I want to call it the Caravan. All those acts would be on the show together, and this one of the acts would be the Dramatics, and uh, it's one of my favorite groups, along with the other ones that I mentioned. And I was emceeing for them back in the day. And the lead singer of that group is going to be on tonight. His name is L.J. Reynolds, and he is a fantastic lead singer. And he has a new single out that we're going to be featuring tonight. It's entitled, You and Me Together Forever. So I want you to stick around for that because the reason I want you to is because, you know, this show is all about love, relationships, dating, sex, and most importantly, marriage. And we felt uh, from the onset of this show that we would use it as a place to educate, elevate, and entertain in, you know, dating, where I think most people make mistakes, to choose that right one for marriage. And that's why we have such a large divorce rate. Well, the song that I'll be featuring tonight has a lot to do with love and a lot to do with marriage. And I think you'll, I think you'll enjoy it. Be sure to stick around for that. But we're going to chat with... Um, L.J. Reynolds and take you down memory lane with a music by the Dramatics, as well as um, some songs that he has previously released. So it's going to be a mixture tonight. In the meantime, in between time, well, it's time for me to get this show on the road, and we're going to take you into this one. Uh, something new I picked up on. It's by a young lady named Jesse J. And all I can say is this is the title of the show tonight. It really is. There's the name of this song is the title of the show tonight because, like I always say, when I used to work at WNJR back there in AM radio, you know, all disc jockeys have the same music. But it's not what music you play. It's how you play the music. And tonight, by Jesse J., I'm going to give you the real deal on the LoveZoneUSA.com.
Trust me, when it comes to love, there's no half-stepping on the love zone. USA.com. Thank you. 
That was by Huge Groove. Yeah, Huge Groove. It's entitled Born to Groove. And, you know, Huge Groove used to be a uh, saxophonist in a band called the Tower of Power. Have you ever heard of them before? Well, if you have, then uh, next week we're going to be featuring a guest next week, a singer who uh, was the lead singer for that group, Tower of Power. Yeah, Huge Groove. He was a saxophone saxophone player in the band. And uh, next week we're featuring Lenny Williams. Yeah, the lead singer of Tower Power will be stopping by the Love Zone USA with yours truly. Yeah, we're bringing you all the celebrities this month, as well as the hottest music and the best variety of music on the Internet. It's yours truly, Mike T., on this uh, Thursday evening, and I want to remind you that uh, we got something new for you as well. Uh, as of today, woo, if you go to our Facebook page, you can see our brand-new Love Zone USA coffee cup. And if you want to spread some love around the world <laughs> by getting one of your own uh, Love Zone USA coffee cups, you can see our coffee cup right there at facebook.com backslash the Love Zone USA. And just hit the message that uh, if you're interested in getting one, we don't have it live yet for purchase, but you can purchase it. Just inbox us, and we will get you all the details. We're going to be putting them out very soon. But for those of you listening tonight, we're making it very special for you. Just send a message through the uh, Love Zone USA Facebook page. And all you have to say is, I want to spread some love around the world with that coffee cup. We also have mouse pads. So if you want it by your computer, your laptop, yeah, on your desk at work so you can let the people know you're spreading love all around the world. we got mouse pads and the coffee cup. You can see a picture of them on our Facebook page. As we continue with more music and we're getting ready for our guest tonight, who should be stopping by in a little bit around 8.30 or so. Yeah, about 8.30 he'll be here. Well, at that time, we're going to uh, bring on the man of the hour. His name is uh, L.J. Reynolds. But right now I'm going to get back into some more music. This is Chucky Booker, and this is entitled... Games on the Love Zone USA dot thing. Share 
When I need to lead the weapon against the challenges of love, I'll call on the Love Zone USA. This is Danny Glover.
What an appropriate song. That's uh, by Mr. Norman Brown. It's entitled Coming Back, Return of the Man. Yeah, and we've got the return of the man right here on the Love Zone USA tonight. As I uh, told you earlier, we've got a special guest. We're going to be bringing him on in uh, just a second. Just want you want to remind all of those of you who are listening, we will be giving away the brand new single as a download of You and Me Together Forever by this gentleman that I'm going to be bringing on. But uh, like I said, I'm going to do a mixture tonight of uh, his music as well as the legendary dramatics. And ladies and gentlemen, with no further ado, I'm going to bring him on to you right now, his name is Mr. L.J. Reynolds. L.J., good evening. Welcome to the Love Zone. Good evening. Good evening, Mike. Yeah, Thanks glad to have you. Glad how to have you. How you doing? I'm doing good, man. I'm doing good. Yeah, definitely. I'm going to get right into this tonight, but, um, you know, I wanted to tell our fans, I, I uh, was struggling today because I knew I was going to do a mixture of uh, your music, um, solo efforts, as well as the dramatics, but uh, mm-hmm. what I also wanted to do for our fans, since you are a legend in this industry, is we always use the motto here, we're here to educate, elevate, and entertain. Um, tonight I was struggling with the entertain. I knew I had the entertainment thing down, but uh, I want to give some education. And, and, and before I go into the very first record, uh, I want you to tell our audience, you know, a little bit about, <laughs> I guess, your experience in the um music industry for those young people who are listening and uh life is a lot different for them and easier today i want to start off the show talking about crossover music crossover music crossover. as you and i both yeah. know, know back in the day an r&b act had to start on what they call black radio stations or r&b stations and before they were i guess presented to the mainstream uh, they had to cross over, meaning they had to have X amount of sales and be pretty much in the top 10 or top 20 before they even saw what we call mainstream, you know, exposure. Whereas today, these young mm-hmm. people, they put out a record. It's on MTV. It's on the Internet. It's everywhere, Spotify, you name it. It doesn't have to cross over. And that's because of artists like you who paved the way for them. So could you explain uh, to our audience uh, LJ, how and and what it what it was like when you were back in the day. The, we're talking in the sixties now, the sixties, when your records had to actually cross over. And which one would you name that the group would be the first crossover record that the group recorded? Well, we were in the early seventies, nineteen seventy one. Okay, and. Uh, at the time, you're right. Uh, you know, uh, we were called R&B singers and uh, uh, R&B group. Uh, even the Temptations were called that for years. Uh, right. I think in time, in time, we began to cross. Uh, but the, the first record that ever really did the thing for the dramatics was "What You See Is What You Get," and, and it. it uh, I think it was in the top. 30 or something like that on the, on the pop charts. And later we had songs like uh, Fell For You uh, that that crossed over as well, you know, into the, the pop market and charted. 
But uh, times are different now, man. I mean, uh, I have to recognize and understand that back in the days when we were out, they didn't have the Internet. They didn't have YouTube, Spotify, uh, uh, Amazon.com. Uh, all we had was MTV, and you wouldn't get on that. Right. So the times were hard, but guess what? We penetrated the white audiences by recording Doggy Dog World with Snoop Dogg. That is another record that we participated on. That record sold 8 million singles and helped Snoop to sell 16 million albums. And mm-hmm. so... Uh, things have things have changed now, and people they got a lot of different ways that they can hear records, and, and a lot of the, the the young white kids that listen to music today they seek out black black musicians and black artists, and they all kind of copy copycatting together, uh, which created a, a different type of of music. You, you don't know what to call it. You can't call it hip hop. You, you you got to call it uh, R&B pop. <laughs> that's not mm. And that's basically mm. what's happening right now. And I can say it's a good thing. Absolutely, absolutely. And taking them back again, I, I remember, <clears throat> you know, way back in the day, uh, I guess during James Brown era, and I know, you know, you're a fan of James Brown. We talked about that before. When you mention right. the song, what you see is what you get, um, and mm-hmm. saying that crossed over. So that means that it dominated the R&B charts, and then it crossed over to a, a new audience. Tell our audience, for the young people listening out there, you know, the, the gigs that you got back then, and can you uh, tell them or enlighten them about, because that was, that was a different time back then, your first international booking, and which song did that come off of? Well, you mean international going to overseas to, to promote yeah. or to perform? Yeah. Perform, right. Well, Correct. we went over to we went over to Japan back in the early seventies. We used to tour Japan at least once a year. We we would have Christmas twice because we would wow. go right before the holiday and we would go to Japan and spend maybe a good two, three weeks touring all over Japan as well as over in England and France and Mainz and Germany and places like that uh, in, in the early 70s, or maybe the late 70s, uh, right around when we – in 1975, we had about maybe uh, four albums under our belt, and each album uh, housed at least 12 songs. So one thing good about the dramatics that we had is that if we put an album out, at least five of those songs were going to be hits. So mm. we had maybe 15 records that people wanted to hear when we when we went over to uh, overseas with uh, with maybe five albums on our belt. Now you got to understand. Now we got uh, I don't know really how many albums could be recorded. I know we got over 38 top 10 singles. Right. That uh, right. people, people like from the dramatic, and then they went and found thirty-eight more. So we got wow. a great catalog. And before I get into the very first song, tell our audience what it was like to be received. <laughs> that had to be strange. I mean, when you went to Japan, uh, were mm-hmm. the 
did the audience mouth the lyrics to the song or what was your take on it when you hit that stage and saw them uh were they were they kind of singing along were they mouthing the record did they they, they evidently knew the music what was your experience well, tell, tell our audience about that first time to speak mostly a bit of English, but understood the words. Uh, wow. With mouth alone, uh, it was, they were just very, they were the type of people that were <laughs> super excited when they saw the dramatic. Mm-hmm. But I always say, we were never with Motown. It was the dramatic Motown, dramatic Motown, dramatic Motown. <laughs> uh, they were just really excited about seeing the group, and they knew us by name, uh, and mm. that kind of shocked us. But it was great, mm. uh, you know, great experience. When we went over to England, it was the same type of response. But over in England, they they spoke a lot more English than they did over in places like Japan, and, and I enjoyed right. both of those. So yeah, it was it was great. Well. Like I said, I wanted to do a little education for our audience tonight as well as entertain, and I'm going to entertain right now, and we're going to keep this going until we get to some of to our, to your very uh, brand-new single. But right now I'm going to take our audience back to, uh, like you say, one of the songs that crossed over, ladies and gentlemen, is the dramatics with uh, a song entitled What You See Is What You Get, here inside the LoveZoneUSA.com.
in the mood for love talk or just good music, listen to the LoveZoneUSA.com. Hell, love the boss sure does. They 
say time brings change and change brings time It's so genuine and so divine It's been so long, in fact it's overdue Now tell me baby girl, what can Deagle Double G do for you? I feel for you, I always look over you It's really not much that a player wouldn't do for you So quit stalling and falling And come get a ball of some of this balling Now quit stalling and calling And come get yourself a ball of this balling, balling, balling Yeah, that's right. This is our uh, radio station, 187.4. DJ, sock it to your ass with something from the Dramatics and Snoop Dogg. Produced by Battlecat. It's another one of those world premieres. Doing it to your doggy style, in your ear hole, for the 2000 plus one. the dramatics called ballin we're going to come back and talk to our guest when we're going to talk to him about that particular song when we come back right after this want to generate more traffic and sales for your business starting now well here's the marketing tool you've been looking for what about advertising your business product or service to singles well everybody knows Singles have the most money to spend, and the LoveZoneUSA.com has accumulated the largest audience of singles on Internet radio. They've done this through a variety of shows discussing sex and controversial topics in the areas of relationships, dating, and marriage. They've also attracted celebrities to their show who are known by millions of listeners and fans, like The Temptations, divorce attorney Raul Felder, Gloria Allred, and Danny Glover. Your business will be exposed as a sponsor of a variety of shows with universal themes featuring love and music, celebrities, sex, and other controversial topics, offering your business maximum exposure to singles who have the most discretionary income to spend. So contact one of our business consultants today so they can show you how you can generate more traffic and sales to your website by becoming a sponsor of the LoveZoneUSA.com. And all you have to do is uh, email us at sales at thelovezoneusa.com. And for those of you out there listening, tell your friends right now. Go to Facebook, go to Twitter, go to Instagram, and tell your friends to tune in because we're going to be giving away a new single by uh, Mr. L.J. Reynolds a little later on in the show. So we want you to make sure that you get your friends locked in on social media. As I bring back our guests, we want to talk about this particular song by Snoop Doggy Dog called Ballin'. Hey, LJ, tell me how that came about. I remember you last year when we talked, we talked about uh, Snoop and <laughs> how you didn't want to go and record with him on the Doggy Dog, but uh, how, did, how did the ball and record come about? Well, we had such great success off of the uh, Doggy Dog World record. That was on Snoop's uh, Doggy Dog World was on, was on his first album ever called uh, I don't know if it was called The Chronic or what. I forgot what it was. But mm-hmm. uh, Snoop, uh, he thought maybe it would be great if we did another song together. 
And he 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 was in love with the song "Fell for You." Uh oh, girl, I think that I have failed for you that we had done previously. So he said, "Instead uh, uh, of falling, why don't we call this balling?" And uh, mm. you guys just go ahead and sing it however you want to sing it, and I'll I'll put the rap to it. And uh, so that's what he did. He got Battle Cat, I think his name was, uh, one of the producers, and put the track together and. We went in the studio and and uh, we kind of listened to what he was doing, and then we just added uh, the dramatics flavor to that. And uh, what you hear is what you got. Did did you guys ever um, did you ever perform with him on any any dates uh, during that time period? I think we yeah I think we did one or two shows together. Was it with track or with uh, it was uh I can't remember. Because okay. a lot of those okay. times back in the early days they were using they were using tracks, pro tools. Exactly. Yeah, right, right, right. And uh but he did have a band because my, my uh our old bass player well not old as an age at the time. <laughs> he was our <laughs> bass player for years and he, and he ended up uh Playing over at the Dog Pound for Dr. Dre and Snoop Dogg and a lot of other people, and they could have had a band one time, I think maybe. Gotcha. Do you think you might be doing uh, any projects in the future with him, or are y'all still in touch, or um, what's the possibility well, of that? Yeah, happen? I mean, when we did Unsung, he he was featured on Unsung, the uh, story about the dramatics, and. Right. Uh, He's still a he's still a, a good friend. He he calls us unk, you know. It's like I'm his uncle. I, I know his I know his mother very well, Beverly Braddock. And right. uh, uh, you know, we do we do California a lot now, even still. And Snoop has threatened several times to come and perform Doggy Dog World with us, uh, which he hasn't made it yet. But uh, we performed that even on our concerts today. Uh, we got our own rap version that we do. So uh, you, 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 you see two old cats up there on stage. There's five <laughs> singers in the group. You got uh, Leon Franklin, our first tenor, and Lavelle Jackson, second in lead, and Andre Jones, Wenzel Kelly, and myself. And Wenzel and I, we start off with the rap. I start off with the beginning of the rap. And it's a mm-hmm. little thing in the show where I kind of like pull my pants down in the back uh, <laughs> to, to emulate the the rappers of the day with, with their pants. And I quite naturally, I have on the right type of underwear. <laughs> and, uh, and the crowd seems to love it when I do that. Then I walk away. Like they do when they've got those pants on like that And I come out doing the rap And we get a great response I remember years ago when it was a mixed audience And, and they would say No, we don't want to hear the other part of the audience Yes, we do Now everybody wants to hear us do it And so we, we feel like one of these days Snoop will come and perform with us on the record Wow, I hope I, I, hope I get a chance to see that That has got to be classic Speaking of Snoop uh, I want to go back a little bit And uh, you were you you were if if I'm correct you were close with Aretha, Aretha Franklin. Yeah, yeah. 
Um, needless to say, you know, she passed a, a legend. Um, did you, did you get a chance to attend the funeral? Or I I I had to work to be at a funeral. I was invited to the funeral, right. but I did the day before that. They did a big tribute of Aretha Franklin at a place called Shane Park, which now they're going to currently name it Aretha Franklin Park. The place wow. holds about five thousand five hundred people, and they had uh, tons of people from Johnny Gill to myself and, and and a lot of other artists. They had every news media you could think of backstage. Again, the place held five thousand five hundred. It had to be at least six thousand five hundred people there. Mm. So it was just it was just pouring over with people uh, everywhere, and 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 uh, I must have did at least thirty interviews with different parts of television and whatnot. But, yeah, uh, Rita and I, we would talk uh, on the phone. I, I, how, how me and Rita be, got to be friends is on my solo record, uh, one of my first solo records that I put out, I, I redid Rita Franklin's Call Me. Mm. And, uh, you know, honey, won't you call me the moment you get there? So I got my own version. You should look it up. Uh, I did a great job on it. Uh, a lot of the fans today, when I say anybody want to hear a certain song in the show, I, I give people the opportunity to ask for what they want. A lot of times they say, saying, call me. Well, when I did put call me out, Aretha called me. And she said, wow. well, tell Jay, uh, 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 she said, this is Aretha. First she was calling me Ron. <laughs> Ron. Oh, okay. Right. And then she said, LJ, uh, uh, she said, you told me to call you. And I said, who is this? She said, Aretha Franklin. I said, oh, no. And me being the <laughs> big fan that I am of Aretha Franklin, that's how we got to know each other. And that was back when I was in my 20s, 28, 29. Wow. The last parts of Aretha's life, uh, we, we talked a lot. And uh, I was always invited to her Christmas parties to perform. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Jesse Jackson. Uh, she had certain people that she really felt good about. And so she would, uh, her and I would speak on the phone. And she asked me to write a couple of songs for her. Uh, and I did. I wrote one song that was called Can We All Just Get Along? And uh, mm. she told me she wouldn't be able to record the song because she wasn't feeling well. So I ended up recording the song and put it on my new album that's coming out. I recorded it. Uh, mm. just, like Rodney, just like Rodney King say, can we all just get along? And that's right. the way I right. sing it in the song. It was originally written mm. for Aretha. Wow. Oh, boy. Uh, yeah, that must have been tough to to, to hear the news. It must have really been tough. Now, also going back, and I want to get past this pretty quick because I know this is probably touching to your heart as well. Um, Ron Banks, last year when I interviewed you, um, he had passed recently. But what I wanted to, you know, educate our audience about, I I know you and him were pretty much putting the group together, managing the group, handling the business. We'll talk about that a little uh, the next break. But what I wanted to ask you – to, to fill in for someone of that stature, uh, who, who's doing, I guess, the Ron Banks part in 
the dramatics uh, now. Uh, and and what was the process of finding 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 that individual that would take that could fill in those shoes? Well, it took me five years to find someone that I knew could do it. Mm-hmm. And uh, this guy, he had been singing uh, with a lot of, he sang with Ollie Wilson for a minute, and, and he sang uh, with a group called Serious. I said, are you serious? And and so that was the name of the group, Serious. But I had to work with him. He has a great tenor, and it's similar to mm-hmm. Ron. And I had to work with him to make him, Understand that I wanted him to listen to me as I tell him to sing the songs the way Ron Banks sang them, because people want to hear songs the way they want, the way they know they are. You, you know, right, you, right. You, you don't change the the concept of the vocals. So in other words, I taught him how to sing like Ron Banks, and he did it. He learned. It took him a good year or two to do it. And he's got it now. So he's uh, his name is Leon Franklin, and uh, okay. the public loves him. You know, and, and when we go out front to sign autographs and, and and take pictures with the audience, a lot of I can hear people saying, "Oh man, he sounds just like Ron." You know, man, you wow, you you you're great, man. You're a good addition to the group. So I'm, I'm proud of it, Leon Franklin. Wow. That's his name. Wow, that is amazing because I know. In my mind, as I said to you last year, you're one of the top lead singers in the world to me. There aren't many of you guys left. When I think of lead singers, I think of David Ruffin. We talked about that. You know, I think of uh, the Manhattans with uh, Gerald Austin. I think of you. I think of Teddy Pendergrass. You know, lead singers are very hard to come by, and in these younger acts today, uh, there, are, there aren't many people on that 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 range, that level that that can stand out on their own. There are, there are some, there are some, and to find well, yeah. to 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 have a voice like Ron Banks, and have to try to emulate or replace that, or as come as close as you could possibly can. Uh, I I just. I can't imagine, you know, I don't know how you explain to young people how you make a signature voice like that and then have to go out and do shows and keep the legacy alive with someone. And for them, for you to say tonight to me that this guy gets compliments from the audience and your audience, people that come to see the dramatics, they know those songs. They know those songs. And for them to compliment you and at, at intermission and say he sounds a lot. I can't wait to see it. But before I go any further, I want to want to go into some of your music and one of one specific record I want to play by you know the one of your solo efforts is uh, Key to the World. Uh, we talked about that today, but I want I want you to tell our audience, you know, from a solo standpoint, uh, this particular song that I'm getting ready to play. How did that come about, Jerry? Well. At the time, I was uh, working on my first solo project uh, album. I stepped away from the dramatics for a minute, and uh, I was kind of had a little writer's block because I, I I produced several songs for the dramatics, Stop Your Weeping, Me and Mrs. Jones, and, and things I was writing and producing and arranging, and uh, I was just 
signing and having a little difficulty in and in, in maybe writing a head writer's blog. And, and uh, uh, mm. uh, Don Davis, who was our executive producer, he called me and told me, he said, listen, you've got to go ahead and do this album. I mean, Capitol Records is waiting on this album. So I, I, I went home and I thought about it. I said, now, let me think of a song. And I said, I need to write a song that the whole world would like. I said, that's the key. Key to the world? Mm-hmm. Right. I'd like to write a song that the whole world would like. I said, that's the key to a hit. So I used the world and the key and wrote it. If I had a key to the world, girl, I'd give you everything. Well, guess what, ladies and gentlemen? You're going to hear it here right now. This is L.J. Reynolds on the Love Zone USA. We're going to talk about that writer's block when we come back. But right now, I'm going to give you the key to the world on the LoveZoneUSA.com.
The Love Zone USA. The Love Zone USA. Where you're here.
You got a back to back there by L.J. Reynolds, his solo effort entitled You Sure Love the Ball. We're going to talk about another Marvin Gaye record and that writer's block, as well as some advice for those of you out there who are young who want to get into the music business. And we're going to give you education about that before we go. And uh, we also got his brand new single, You and Me Together Forever, coming up right after this. Often imitated, but never duplicated. TheLoveZoneUSA.com, where you hear the best lawyers. Hi, this is Gloria Allred. I'll be on the Love Zone USA. Doctor. I am a uh, licensed professional counselor here in Atlanta, Georgia. I specialize in love relationships. Author. My name is Ralph Richard Banks. I am also the author of Is Marriage for White People? When I need to lead the weapon against the challenges of love, I'll call on the Love Zone USA. This is Danny Glover. And music on the internet. The premier station discussing dating, relationships, sex, and marriage with common sense advice where you can listen to your heart. And we live and learn on the LoveZoneUSA.com. with my guest, L.J. Reynolds. And uh, for those of you young people out there who might not know what a writer's block is, L.J., would you tell our young folks, you know, about a writer's block and, and how that can affect your upcoming album or anything that you're trying to do creatively? Um, for those who don't know what it is and maybe haven't experienced it yet. Well, to me, a writer's block is uh, when you uh, – I usually write songs out of things that happen or out of things that I see or feel or get to know. But when when, when someone tells you, okay, you got to write a song, to me it becomes a little more complicated because you have to try to – I write by emotions and things that I might say to myself when I wrote Stop Your Weeping. Uh, it was this girl, she was crying uh, at, at my house, and I told her, oh, stop all of that weeping and crying. And so I wrote the song. And so writer's block can occur when, okay, you have to write something and write a song. Then you've got to go inside of your mind and try to figure out what to write. And it, you might not be able to find it that day. And so you just mm-hmm. keep searching and searching, and then pretty soon the block will go away you'll find something to write about because something will happen whether you get it off the news or whether you get it with the blues. <laughs> and uh, one piece of advice about this business, if you had, um, I, want to, I, want, I want to put you in front of the class and teach in a class. If you had to give these young people good advice about this business, and I'll, and I'll give you what road I'm going down, Anything you can think of, and before you think of it, I want I want to kind of quote something I read about Aretha. Aretha Franklin. It was stated in several articles that for those young people out there, back in the day, she wouldn't accept checks. In other words, when she got to a gig, you had to pay her in cash. That was the way she handled her business. 
And to my understanding, she did it until, you know, until that was that was her mode of operandi. From the business side, and I know you and Ron handled the business for the group uh, many years, um, from a business advice standpoint, what would you say the most important thing that you would tell young people out here today trying to get into the business and those in the business, what you've learned from handling the business that you would tell them? What piece of advice would you give them, Ron? I mean, uh, LJ. If you're not in control of the money, then the money is out of control. Whoa. You want to elaborate? Yeah, you need to say that one again. If you're not in control of the money, meaning knowing what you're supposed to get, uh, how much you got coming, your taxes, and just be be business be business savvy. If you're not in control of your money, then your money is out of control. Meaning that if you allow somebody else to get your money, spend your money, tell you how much you got coming, you don't even look that way, then your money is out of control. People got the opportunity to beat you out of your money. <clears throat> <laughs> that is deep. <laughs> that is deep. Ladies yeah, and gentlemen, it if, happens all if the you, time. If 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 you didn't understand what he said, trust me, just remember what he said. Cuz your money <laughs> uh Smokey said it in a in a different way. He said it when I asked him, Smokey said it's the music business, and I'll never forget this. It was you and him both have some very poignant statements. He said, it's the music business. He said, 90% of it is business and 10% is music. <laughs> Woo, no true right. statements. So, yeah, if you don't control the money, your money is out of control. Ladies and gentlemen, this is L.J. Reynolds on the uh, Love Zone USA with me. And I'm going to give away this next song. It's entitled You and Me Together Forever. And uh, for those of you who would like to win it and you want to hear it first, well, we're going to play it. And I'm going to give you two ways. You can call in tonight at 347-539-5729. We're only going to give away three downloads to three winners. Or you can email the USA at gmail.com. That's right. For those of you who might miss out tonight, and you happen happen to listen tomorrow, we're going to announce that winner next week. So we're going to give the archive listeners a chance to win it as well. But before we uh, play the song, and I, um, you know, got LJ here. It was an hour interview, and we're almost up on that hour. I wanted to play this song, but LJ, tell our audience, because I looked at the video, and this just fit our station so well. The, the, the purpose of this station is to try to put a dent in this divorce rate and have more people get married. And the younger people I find are not, you know, going down that aisle as frequently. They're living together. They're doing all kinds of stuff that we talk about on this station when I bring in some of the relationship experts. Tell our audience how this record came about and why, you know, you wrote it. Or, or did you write this one? Wrote it, produced it, arranged gotcha. it, sang the background on it. Mm. Uh, I wrote the song because I wanted 
people to listen to this song and hear my melody and my words and to be able to say, hey, that's me. That's the way I feel. Or for those that want to feel that way. And I wrote it because I was inspired by my other half over there that's looking at me. And we kind of got into it. And I said, listen, it's going to be you and me together forever. So there goes another song to be written by something that came out of my mouth. And I would hope that, you know, love will conquer everything. Love will conquer hate. If we can convince everybody to love everybody, there would be no hate. Mm. But it's impossible to do that. But this song reaches the feelings and, 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 and the heart of anybody that's got somebody that they care about finally, and they know that that's the person. And for those that don't have that, they're looking for it. And I say to them, keep looking. And did that happen? LJ, it's been a pleasure to have you on tonight. Uh, before I let you go, me and you talked today about a couple of songs, and one of them is going to be, well, well, I guess first is, do you have a title for the upcoming album that you're uh, working on? The album yeah. is called You and Me. Hmm. Hmm. And this song will be on the album. Definitely, along with a, a special visit from the Dramatics on this album. Okay, okay. The other the other song that you and I talked about today is a song by Marvin Gaye, Mercy, Mercy Me, which is... Right. I was listening to that today, and I'm going to play a little bit of it um, tonight. Uh, a very, how can I say, socially conscious song with lyrics that were done... I don't, I don't know when the song was written or, or I first, I think it was in the 80s, maybe the 70s when I first played it at NJR. It's still relevant today. Right. Um, and you're going, I've, I've heard a snippet of it today. And tell, tell, tell our audience what that song means to you and why you're putting that on your album. Well, I'm, I'm being a big fan of Marvin Gaye. Marvin Gaye to me was a type of writer that would, he would write a song like you can talk. You know, you say, hey, it's time to get up in the morning. Let's get ready to go to the store. It's time to get up in the morning. Get up, let's go to the store. You know, but his thing was basically about love or maybe hurt or maybe even about drugs. He wrote about whatever he felt and whatever he lived or, or whatever people live and people say or think. He was a... He he enjoyed, you know, being a the type of writer and singer that gets to sing about life. And so being such a great, I guess, entertainer, uh, it, it didn't surprise me that I wanted to do another song by Marvin Gaye. So I did one called uh, Mercy, Mercy Me, Stop the War, Save the World, I Just Can't Stop Dancing. And that's, mm. what, that's the title of that whole record. And uh, it'll be on my new album. 
And uh, we did talk today that you would probably be releasing it about when? The new about album? About March, February, March. Also, I re-recorded Key to the World. And uh, I think I got it right this time. Uh, it's a great version, new version. Uh, I think the people are going to really like it. So uh, look out, y'all. Here we come. Well, LJ, it's been a pleasure to have you on tonight. I'm going to close out with this song, You and Me Together Forever. When you come back, uh, as we discussed, please let me have that out. <laughs> you got, you're going to be the first person I'm going to send it to. I appreciate it, LJ, and we're gonna set up. We're gonna set up a night where we play nothing but that album. But I am going to include, which I didn't get a chance tonight to do, because I've just been all over the place today. You got so much. You got so many hits. I wanted to get some gospel in one of my favorites, but we're gonna do that when you when you release the album. Uh, are you doing any gospel on that album, or is just you know? Uh, no, it's all it's all just. Uh... Secular music, it's not no gospel. Okay, okay. Well, like I say, you know, the people like Aretha, like LJ, the people that came out of Detroit, they all have a very strong gospel background. That's why the vocals are so strong on these songs. And on that note, my friend, you know, thank you so much for stopping by the Love Zone. I'm going to close out with this song tonight. Um, we're going to get us some. Listeners, a chance to hear what love is all about when somebody speaks from the heart. LJ, I'm looking forward to your album. I will be talking to you next week as we discuss, but I'm going to leave our fans with this one. And uh, you know, you always got a home here on the Love Zone USA. And uh, I want to have you back shortly after the first of the year when we can set up, uh, you know, the album preview and uh, have an album party night, you know, with your brand new album. All right, LJ? Looking forward to it, and thank you so much for for having me on your show. I appreciate it. LJ is on the love show. Here we go with you and me together forever on the LoveZoneUSA.com. Oh.
The Love Zone USA, where you can listen to your heart, and we live and and learn.
A little bit of Mercy, Mercy Me by Malara here on the LoveZoneUSA.com network. Well, we got a few more minutes, and we're going to get out of here. But I'd like to remind you, don't forget about the Plus Size Show, Plus Size Entertainment, Plus Size Life. Be sure to check them out. Tuesday, there'll be Zuhaila and Jackie. They'll be back and uh, with more information for those of you who are plus size and not plus size. Because as we say here on the Love Zone USA, yeah, being plus size is never negative. And don't forget about my man Rolls Royce, uh, Soul Paradise. You probably heard him last night. And he'll be back next week, every Wednesday night at 8 o'clock. And tomorrow night, We've got the countdown with Mr. Tony Diamond. Top seven songs of the last seven days. Be sure to check him out. He gives you the best flavor of hip-hop. Today's R&B. And last but not least, we've got, um, oh, not last, we've got the Girlfriend Network where you'll hear Karishma as well as Nakon on Monday night, 9.30. And last but not least, we got the Hip-Hop Christian Connection on Sundays at 4 p.m. So right after church and brunch and all that good stuff, and you want to stay in the spirit, well, be sure to check out Tasha Little Queen at 4 p.m. here on the Love Zone USA. And next Thursday, we've got my man Lenny Williams, formerly of the Tower of Power. He'll be here live. We're going to talk to him about his career. He's done some solo things, and we got uh, a lot of his music as well as his new song that we'll be featuring. Tonight you heard L.J. Reynolds, and if you want to hear that song <laughs> over and over again, you and me together forever. Well, you can win it. All you have to do is email me at the Love Zone USA at gmail.com. That's the Love Zone USA at gmail.com. You can win it. We're going to give away three downloads of that particular song. And last but not least, before I go, uh, if you are looking for a gift to give away uh, to that special someone and the person who has everything, well, we've got our. Love Zone mouse pad and the Love Zone uh, coffee cups, they are ready, yeah, for you to give away as gifts. If you'd like to check them out, go to our Facebook page, facebook.com backslash the Love Zone USA, and inbox us. We'll get you a special price for those of you who email. Just uh, email us directly. Either send a message or send it to the Love Zone USA at gmail.com. Well, the clock on the walls, that's just about all for yours truly. As I always say in closing, I've enjoyed your company. Hope you've enjoyed mine. For those of you who did, I'll see you another time. Whatever you do, do it with two. It's more fun than one. And remember, love can conquer all. Put a little love in your life. As I'm going to leave you with a song by Mr. Jeff Red. This is the Latin Mix. Until next week, next Thursday, with Lenny Williams. This is Mike T. signing off on the LoveZoneUSA.com. All I can say is what Jeff Red says is best. I want you here on the Love Zone USA.
Confrontation ain't nothing new to me. You could bring a bullet, bring a sword, bring a morgue, but you can't bring the truth to me. Alexa, play Kendrick Lamar and SZA. Okay. With Amazon Music, a voice is all you need. Get tens of millions of songs. Download the Amazon Music app today.